Well, welcome to a new episode of Talking Automotive. I'm Matt Weiss, and I'm joined by KPMG's global automotive leader, Gary Silberg. Gary, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Matt, and it's a pleasure to talk with you again. Well, it's always great to talk to you, Gary, and it's and it's hard to believe, but we're coming down towards the end of the year that that never seems to end in so many respects, 2020. But we're coming down to the final few months, and and as we do, it's really the 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 right time, Gary, to to look at auto sales and what we've been seeing with regard to sales for for this year. And wanted to get your take on what has stood out to you when it comes to auto sales in 2020. All right, Matt. And then also, uh, I look forward to talking to that. And I'll give you a little preview. And we can have a conversation also on how to think about 2021, because it's very close. So let me give everybody a summary in this whirlwind of a year we've had global, because uh, I think it's interesting to look how global markets in automotive have performed. And let's start off with the big kahuna. The big one is China, the biggest automotive market in the world. And you'll recall, it's hard to believe, but back in January, even they were down. But February in China shut down, um, massive declines, and then March. And since March, so April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, well, not November yet, but in October, Chinese year-on-year sales, so comparative to 2019, actually have been higher for all those months since April onward, April onward. And it's in last month, it was up 7.3%. So China year to date is only down 7.5%. And some forecasts, they're projecting out the rest of the year to be even close on in, in November, December, if they continue with this trend, close to actually 2019, which would be quite a remarkable feat. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a second, because that's a that's had big implications for uh, German companies versus the German market, which I'll talk to you about, and exports into there. The United States actually has fared relatively well when I compare them, uh, compare the United States to the rest of the world. We started off the year in January and February up. Um, you know, we've had four straight years of 17 million in vehicle sales. And then in March and April were the dire, difficult months. And that continued, you know, in May. Um, in, in June, July, we were down. And you started to see in August pickups in the numbers for three consecutive months. And then September. And then last month in October, so September and October, you saw actually year-on-year -year increases in auto sale numbers, which is quite remarkable. I mean, it's not eight straight months like we saw in China, but it's still, not only is it progressively increased, but even year over year for the last couple months. So year-to-date October, U.S. auto sales are down about 17%. With a little luck, I think we could end the year down a little less than 15%, which all in all, if you look at that, that wouldn't be so bad. Um, and if you want to compare that to the rest of the world, year-to-date now in Germany is down over 24%. Uh, India is down 32%. The UK, this, these are September numbers for these countries. UK is down 32%. France is down almost 27%. And Brazil, 32%. So if you look at the rest of the world, the US did actually decently compared to there and obviously not as, as well as China. Um, so let me pause there for a second, Matt. Any questions or comments on where we're at today on the numbers? Yeah. 
very really interesting observations, Gary. I think our listeners, those who listen to this podcast regularly, know that you've talked about when you think of when people purchase vehicles, normally it's in a good economic environment and they have confidence in their jobs. So it's it's interesting, Gary, to hear when, when you talk about the data, particularly China, as you noted, how it could close almost even year to date, um, the 7.5% decline that you noted, which was interesting. And even in the U.S., as you noted, though it's down, it doesn't seem as precipitous, perhaps, as you might assume. And I think part of that, Gary, welcome your thoughts on, you know, it, do you think it's because there was at least that that surge that we saw of folks in, in urban areas who normally didn't ever think they needed a vehicle, but because of COVID, they viewed their car as the safest place to be and they wanted that freedom of mobility? Well, it's interesting. Now, I, I do want to be clear. Yes, I think so. And I'll get to it. I do want to be clear with everybody. Uh, if if we end the year down 15%, that's two and a half million vehicles below the prior year, which is significant. And, yeah, that's it's a astonishing uh, yeah, number. It's true. Yeah, but so I don't want to be uh, overly um, you know optimistic on that. But you know it could have been a lot worse. But I think your question back to where and what people have done. Here's some fa- I think fascinating data. Um, the Mix of vehicles by segment in the U.S. has continued to change over the last five years where you, uh, from you know SUVs and pickups increasing versus passenger car sales. But look at where we are today. I'm going to quote you some numbers that are quite astonishing. I don't think people realize. Just for the month of October, for the month of October that just ended, SUV sales ended up year over year up 7.5% almost and made up 51.4% of the market. So over half the market of all car vehicle sales were, were SUVs. Interesting, pickup sales, pickup truck sales were up 4.4%, and they were over 20% of the market. And you saw a continual decline in the passenger vehicles, which, were, which made up about 23.4%, and they were down almost 9%. Now, if you look at the numbers year to date, this is where it's big. You know, you got to look at one month is interesting, but for the year, SUV sales are now, I believe for the first time ever, I may be wrong on this, but certainly versus last year, now make up over 50% of the light vehicle market in the United States. Pickup trucks, not only for the month of uh, October, but uh, year to date are over 20% of the market. And passenger vehicle sales, Matt, we're, are down year-to-date 29% and only make up less than a quarter of the market. And so these market share changes, you, it, it bodes the question is, where and why are these occurring? And, you know, delving into the numbers, people leaving the city who might have had passenger cars that, or, or not, or they're coming out, are they buying different types of vehicles? Clearly the mix is changing. But also different professions, Matt. Um, if you were in or outside urban areas where you were able to work and you need to get in your pickup truck or, or the different professions, perhaps you needed to buy different types of vehicles going forward. So it's an interesting number. And, and I actually think this trend is going to continue um, going into 2021. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you brought that up, Gary. I wanted to end where we started at the beginning of the show. You noted previewing 2021, and that's a great place to to end today. Which trends do you think will continue? Do you think all of these trends that you 
just outlined, Gary, sort of that mix of vehicle and, and certainly the SUV statistics, which are really fascinating. Uh, it's been so many years now where we're seeing more and more Americans, particularly you know here domestically in the United States, um, fleeing towards SUVs. Do you think that that trend continues in, in 2021? Or if there's a change in the outcome of COVID, a big medical breakthrough where concerns about the virus subside, do you think that impacts the mix of vehicles people are going to look to, to have? Yeah, that's a great question. So a couple things. As you know, Matt, I'm the eternal optimist. And uh, I do want to quote some statistics that I think are fascinating. Um, uh, the Congressional Budget Office, okay, and the Department of Labor, now this was May of 2020, okay, projected unemployment rates it is in May to hit 15% or just under 14, 15%. It was going to go up to 15.5% they were projecting uh, by the fourth quarter of this year, okay? And I think at the end of the year, they had us, you know, about 10.5% unemployment, approximately that. And if you go all the way out to the fourth quarter of 2021, this is from the CBO, they were projecting about a little under 9% unemployment, okay? What actually occurred is stunning. Today's unemployment rate today, okay, is down to 6.9%. So, you know, it's obviously those prognosticators had their models and people, I think, underestimated the resurgency and the resilience and innovation, as you can sense my optimism, of the American economy, which has dramatically outperformed uh, the pundits. Now, next year, if we have a vaccine, which it's sounding good, and there's a sense of optimism, I think you could have a turnaround next year. But I do want to caveat that which is, I think, an important caveat. The caveat is vehicle miles traveled, which you and I talked about, are going to be down next year, primarily, uh, assuming we can get a vaccine, but they will be down primarily because of the two most important missions, people commuting to work and people shopping are going to be down next year. And I don't know what that's going to do to automotive sales. As we talked about before, I think that will be negative for automotive sales. So, Knock on wood, I want to stay optimistic. I think you're going to see increases year over year, but I'm not sure it's going to be hit uh, close to the 17 million that we've seen in the years before, but not as negative as most of the pundits were projecting before. So I'll end on that note, Matt. How's that? Now, Gary, it's a good note to end on, and you've given everybody a lot of really fascinating statistics to dwell on uh, over these coming days and weeks as 2020 comes to a close and we look ahead to 2021. I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Talking Automotive, and we hope that you'll join us next time.